Have you ever wanted to learn more about your finances? Do you have terrible spending habits? Are you trying to save up for something but can't seem to get started? You have come to the right place. All intellectuals care about their finances and want to manage them better. But us dummies just don't know how yet. This podcast is all about helping you learn about your finances so you can become an informed and successful intellectual. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Financing for Intellectual Dummies. This is Emily, and hopefully I can give you some easy tips and tricks on managing your finances simply and effectively. Today's how-to is all about choosing the right bank accounts for you. We'll start by going over the differences between various types of accounts, then we'll talk about some of the typical fees banks charge and how to avoid them, and we'll finish by talking about how to choose the right bank for you. So let's dive right in and discuss the different types of accounts banks offer. First, there's checking accounts. Checking accounts are accounts that you can use frequently to deposit checks and withdraw funds. Checking accounts act like a giant wallet. It's easy to get money in and out, and the money is right there when you need it. The difference between cash in your wallet and money in a checking account is that you have much more security over your money while it is in the bank. You cannot do anything if you drop your wallet full of cash on the ground, but you can do something if you drop your debit card or someone hacks your account. These types of accounts usually come with debit cards, which are cards that carry your account balance on them. Debit cards can be used like cash and withdraw money immediately from your account. Some checking accounts also allow you to possess a credit card in addition to a debit card. Credit cards are used for when you do not have sufficient funds to pay for something right now, but you promise to pay it back when you do have the money. Credit cards act as a payment advance to hold you over until the next paycheck and should never be used to buy things you really cannot afford. In order to be able to use your credit card for larger sums, you must establish good credit. In other words, you need to be able to prove to the bank that you have a good history of paying back money you owe. Checking accounts also give you the option to write physical checks, which allow you to direct a payment to a specific person or business with a customizable amount of money. Checks are good for starting a paper trail in certain transactions, such as paying medical bills or insurance. Obviously, physical cash can be withdrawn from the bank via an ATM, either with a debit card or an ATM card, or in person at the bank. Checking accounts offer a variety of ways to pay for things on a frequent basis. Savings accounts, on the other hand, are not as easy to withdraw funds from and should not be used to frequently take money out. Savings accounts are like a giant piggy bank. It's hard to take the money out, but it's great for sitting on a high shelf so you're not tempted to use it. Savings accounts differ from a piggy bank, however, in that most of them offer to pay interest on the money you have sitting in your account. Since savings accounts are supposed to be somewhat untouched by you, banks offer to pay you interest in exchange for letting them borrow your money until you need it. While this sounds a little scary, banks have a very high standard for returning money and usually you agree to certain terms so that the bank will never be borrowing your money when you try to withdraw from your savings. Most savings accounts have limits on how many times per month you can withdraw funds, and some accounts are even locked up for years. Depending on what your savings account is for, you can choose to agree to shorter or longer terms for your money to be held without having access to it. There are also specific types of savings accounts, such as retirement savings, but we will talk about retirement plans in another episode. Now that we've covered the two main types of accounts available at most banks, let's get into the fees. Let's face it, we know that banks have to make money somewhere, so we might as well try to learn about how. Breaking down the basics, you will have to pay a fee if you overdraw from your account with your debit card, and you will have to pay interest on items purchased with a credit card if you do not pay off the balance you owe at the end of the month. 
It is easy to prevent having to pay fees for overdrafts on your account by monitoring your account balance before you make any purchases or payments. Again, do not spend more than you have with your debit cards and only buy things with your credit card that you know you can pay off. Credit card debt occurs when you cannot pay off the amount you owe and interest keeps on piling up on top of that balance. Avoid this by being reasonable with your credit card usage. Other common fees include maintenance fees, which can usually be waived if you keep your balance above a certain minimum that is specific to each bank. Some banks will even charge an extra fee if you go below the minimum balance. Most banks will charge a fee to purchase checks, so make sure you buy the most basic checks and don't splurge on the ones with pretty designs. They don't function any differently just because they look pretty. In summary, the two main types of accounts are checking and savings, both of which have a different intended function. Both credit and debit cards are useful for different types of payments, but both also can get you in a lot of financial trouble if you're not careful. Banks charge fees for certain actions on your account, so you need to visit your potential bank's website to learn more about them. When choosing a bank, you need to consider what your goals are, what you plan to do with your funds, and how often you are going to be withdrawing money from your account. After assessing the fees, interest rates, and incentives offered, you can narrow down which bank is right for you. Stay tuned for the next episode on how to choose the right insurance for you. This is Emily, and from one intellectual dummy to another, thank you for listening.